Well, good morning, my friend. Here it is, Wednesday morning. We're starting out the middle of the week. I hope that you've had a good week so far. Of course, tonight, midweek service, and I would encourage everybody, you be in your church on Wednesday night. Wednesday night is just as much church as Sunday morning is. Um, there is no bad time to go to church when the church door is open. You ought to be there, and most churches are not having too much church. So for anybody to think that, well, it's too much church, I don't think Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night is too much. In fact, it's very helpful for us. It's all in the scriptures. There's a midweek service in the scripture, whether it's Wednesday night or that, we don't know, but there is a midweek service. There are midweek services in the scriptures. There's Sunday morning, there's Sunday night. All in the scriptures, it's all there. That's why when God says not to forsake the assembling, that means every one of those services you're to attend. And um, if God gave us an example in the scriptures, you're to be there, and I'd encourage you to do so. Let me also encourage you, um, Old Pass Conference, just about four weeks away, and um, I'd encourage you to come, register, and we're going to have a wonderful time while we're there. Well, I want to talk to you today about a topic that I think will be encouraging to some, that is create room to fill it again. In Luke chapter 14, verse 22, the scripture says, and the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet... There's room. When I took over the pastorate here at Maranatha Baptist Church, the auditorium had a lot of red in it. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, we had red pews. We had red carpet uh, platform. Um, um, there was red on the carpet platform. Um, the cross and the baptistry was red. There was just red in a lot of places. Our church was not a large church by any stretch of the imagination. People would come to me and ask me if we were going to get rid of the red pews, and my response to them was, well, the way we get rid of them is you fill the seats. You fill the pews. That way you don't see the red. I also inherited a, gym, a big gymnasium and a, big, a gymnasium educational building. But most of the rooms were, including the gym. The gym was halfway filled with some stuff, just kind of storage area. And then the, all the rooms on one side of the gym all filled. And I told the church, I said, if God's going to grow our church, then we needed to remove the stuff for God to fill it. So our church got busy on two fronts. We first got busy soul winning, trying to bring people in to fill the auditorium that we presently had. We also got busy emptying the gymnasium and the rooms that were filled with just storage stuff from different things and so, that, so that we could fill it with people. It was amazing how quickly God began to fill what we made room for him to fill. As I write this, as, as I'm talking to you right now, Every room that we've had has been filled. The, auditor the old auditorium was packed, and now we're in the new auditorium, and we're already packing out the downstairs of the new auditorium. We still have a balcony to fill, but we're, we, we plan on doing that. Now, God makes it clear in the Scriptures that he does not want empty churches. He, may, he commands us to fill what we have. Now, I know this goes in the face of a lot of lazy preachers who want to blame that you can't build a church because they only go soul winning one, one hour a week. You're not going to build a church in one hour of soul winning. Once we, now, now I believe God commands us to fill. Now, once we fill what we have, we're to create more room for God to fill it yet again. Now, when the servant invited people to come to supper, he told the Lord, yet there is room. When the Lord heard there is room, he told the servant to go and get anyone who would come and compel them to come so that his house may be filled. Now, now, there's some principles in this, in this little story that I want to point out to you that will help you to grow what you have so you can fill it again. First, you have to determine to fill the room that you have. You certainly will not fill a room if you don't have a determination to fill it, whether it be a Sunday school class, 
whether it be a church auditorium, God will help you fill it, but he's not going to fill it with you sitting on your carcass doing nothing. My friend, you've got to work. People aren't just going to come flocking in. It takes some hard work. Second, it takes hard work to fill the room. All right, we just talked about that. The servant heard excuses why people would not come, but that didn't stop him from going to the streets and lanes, inviting people so the house may be filled. Without hard work, you'll never fill Sunday school classes and bus routes in a church auditorium. Third, make room with the room that you do have. In other words, empty the junk that is filling any room and instead, instead fill it with those rooms with people. God never goes beyond what he's already given us. So our faith is revealed by how much we're willing to work to fill the room that we already have. Fourth, once you have filled what you have, make more room so that God can use you to fill it again. God is in the filling business, and he will fill the room you have in your church if you will work to fill it. Now, you must also have faith to make more room when you run out of room so that he can fill it again. Now, I want to ask you, are you filling what you have? Are you working hard to fill it? Don't let space that God's already given you be wasted with junk and storage. Fill it with people. Fill what God's given you. Ask for wisdom to help you to make more room so he could fill it again. My friend, one of the secrets that's been going on here at Maranatha Baptist Church is we just decided we're going to make room wherever we can. If you could come to our church right now, and that's why I wish some of you would come to the Old Pass Conference, you could see how we have, we've remodeled, we've, we've, we've put people in places, we're trying to make more room for more rooms to be filled. We're doing everything in our power to make it all happen. Now I want to challenge you, wherever you are, whether you're a pastor, a Sunday school teacher, a bus worker, wherever you are, I want to challenge you to fill the room that you have. When I say fill, I mean fill. We, uh, we've gotten almost in the attitude here at our church that unless we're kind of shoulder to shoulder, we're not filled. Now, my friend, that's not a bad mentality to have. That's how you build a church. You cannot let, well, I, I don't, I, I don't, we're, we're full. And I, I look at auditoriums where people say they're full and there's still a lot of room. My friend, fill what you have. Stop griping, stop complaining. It does take hard work. Yes, you will get tired. But wouldn't you rather be tired because you did something for the Lord and souls were saved than to be tired because you're so busy and doing all your extracurricular activities? I'll be honest with you. To me, it is no wonder that many churches aren't, aren't filled when I see preachers doing all extracurricular activities on Saturdays. And then they wonder why. Well, I can't fill my church. Well, I can tell you exactly why. You're so sidetracked by everything else, you can't fill what you have. Feel what you have. You'd be surprised how God can use you to do something mighty in your area so souls can be saved, lives can be changed because we're filling the room. Well, I hope this is a great help to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.